Hello, and welcome to Stealing the Remote. My name is Eli, and with me today, as always, is the woman who has been sabotaging this podcast for the past few weeks due to putting her laptop in a box behind a whole bunch of other boxes. My mother! Well, good morning. As always, it's the fault of the mother. Well, we had to move. We went to a new house, and I had to make it a new home, so it costs a little time. But we're back again, and uh, I hope you will be enjoying us, as always. Yeah, hopefully some of you stuck around. We're going to be discussing today a film that we uh, actually saw in the theater a couple weeks ago, uh, by now. Um, Leon, or The Professional, as some of you might know it. Uh, another Luc Besson uh, movie that uh, is is from from ninety four, I believe, but our our cinema showed again for some reason just because they like to do that sometimes and pick some old feature films and it's 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 lovely. But what did you think of this? Well, as I recall, because it's a long time ago, I was flabbergasted. I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it a very good picture. Um, yeah, I was impressed with uh, the two main characters, Jean Renault as as the as the hitman, and the very young and very impressive Natalie Portman, who really filled the screen with her presence and her and she was 12 or yeah or 11 even 11 or 12 a really young girl but she had such a remarkable presence on screen it i i can understand why they have chosen her for this role yeah Mm, yeah no it's it's not hard to imagine her, her being so much better than all her competition that they would indeed rewrite half of the script for her just to make sure they, they, they got her. And it's, that's, that's a find. I mean, she still is a great actress and she's made some wonderful things since. So to discover her in this way, that's, that's a good thing to have on your CV, I'd imagine. Yeah, she was really, really intense, and her eyes were, you know, there's no overacting or no, it's, it's, uh, it looks like everything comes natural to her. Yeah, it's and a really pure emotion. No, like, yeah, it's, it's, and she is in this beautiful age between child and puberty, where she still has this innocence and also... Um, is exploring how to be a grown-up woman in mm-hmm. in a quite innocent way, and on the other hand, is is stays playful because she wants to be a hitman too. But it's 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 like she's playing. Yeah, she she doesn't like catch on to the gravity of the situation in a sense, while also fully realizing the gravity of her own situation when she loses her entire family. So it's it's a, a bit of escapism, maybe? or or Well, she comes from a very nasty family. So I think in, in Jean Renault... What's his name in the film? 
um, given that the film is called Leon. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> oh my god. I, I'd it's wager Sunday to guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Leon, and yeah. her name is Matilda, which yeah. is really nice because if you know the Roald Dahl book Matilda, I think the name is also rightfully chosen because she's a very smart girl, also like Matilda. Well, she comes from a really, really nasty family. And I think she's, as everyone is, I guess, looking for love. Yeah, in a, in a sense, she regains more family than she ever had at home. But also, I mean, she she does care for at least her little brother. Her little brother. That's, that's yeah, because she was sort of a mother to him. Yeah. Because her own mother didn't care for her, nor for her little brother. So... The sadness is for for her little brother that she loses, but I think mm. she, for her parents it was she wasn't um, she, she maybe was relieved. Yeah, in a sense, which is isn't a great thing to to have to think, but in in fiction, oh well. I think I one sure of the most beautiful scenes is where well, well, let me tell you first what happens. She lives in a in a in a big uh, building top floor and um, she comes home and uh, she finds her father and mother or stepfather I'm not sure her father and stepmother I guess and her little brother they are all shot by some gangsters and um, the gangsters are still there that's why I say she's so smart because she comes she climbs up the stairs and she sees those people with guns I think they still have a gun in. Yeah. Yeah. She immediately understands that they shouldn't know that she belongs to this family. So she walks on by and goes to um, Leon's front door and knocks on it and says something like, I've forgotten my key or so. Yeah. And he's on the other side of the door looking through this... um, the people like the, people. The, the, the keel. No, not the and, keel. And you see her. It's, 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 yeah. No, it's it's uh, the little. Yeah, that the, they used to have those. Yes. Where you can see who's standing in front of the door. And he looks through it and he sees her. And they know each other. They have talked some. Yeah, they, they've come exchanged lines, some, good some morning. small talk. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that's what I mean with uh, Natalie Portman. She, she looks... You, she doesn't say nothing, but you see in her eyes, please, please, please let me in. And he uh, he lets her in. And he doesn't have a clue what to do with a little girl. But he lets her in. And by letting her in, he lets her into his life. Although I think he doesn't realize it at that moment. No, at first he still insists that she should just leave the next day. But Yeah, but he... it's a life-changing uh, moment for both of them. Yeah, definitely. But it's indeed, how she scene. how she breaks down in that moment is is so well acted. It's so believable, so pure. It's she. It it shows how how good she is. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't do it the same way if you weren't that age. But it works so well. What do you mean when he says she has to leave and she doesn't want to leave, or what? No, no, no. In front of the door, the scene you were talking about. The, the yeah, but she doesn't break down she, because she she keeps her posture, but we see her face. Yeah, it's not in her eyes. She's she basically starts crying. But anyway, he lets her in, so she escapes yeah. the villains, and um, that's 
It's it's really a beautiful story about two really lonesome people who found find each other and and really love each other. And it's beautifully made and it's um well it's also funny once in a while. Oh yeah, definitely. They they do play with that and like the the let's play a game scene where, yeah. where they <laughs> dress up and 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 have uh, no reference point for each other's. No, because the age difference is so big. Because she comes mm. out like Madonna, and he hasn't got a clue because he doesn't know Madonna. And then he comes like um, he's this this Laura, some yeah Laura and Hardy or no Charlie Chaplin. No, no, no. Huh? she does. He comes out as some sort of cowboy that I don't remember. John Wayne, probably. Probably. Well, but she doesn't recognize, but that he does, she does Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. But he doesn't read. Uh, he has, he has no cultural luggage at, at all. Yeah, no, no, nothing apparently. Cause she also <laughs> does Marilyn Monroe, which is, well, another point where her childlike innocence sort of meets a more sexually charged situation, which is something the, the film toys with. And, you have plenty to say about that, I know, because we had some recording issues. Please, tell me again. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yes. I don't know if I can do it again this good as I did. Yeah, just um, assume it was better the first time around. Yes. Well, you asked me how I, how I saw this, and I said the most the beautiful thing in this film, I think, is how the innocence is kept. It it covers very well um, the way, let's say, 12-year-old girls can behave. They are still a child, but they are exploring um, their fem- feminine, femininity, femininity. Yeah. and um, what a lot of men and adults do is um, taking that for real femininity or for real matureness which is not the case uh, at a 12 year old that's that's um yeah they don't um, exploring their sexuality is not asking to take advantage of it it's nope. it's just a it's it's like an, it's exploring and uh, and and what's good in leon is that leon doesn't um um, maybe you pointed out he is um, stuck in a in a childish stage. Also, maybe that's why I saw it differently. I I saw it's just he's he's more like a father to her, and um, he sees what she's doing, and he's maybe not totally. Um, um, he he feels he he sees it, he feels it, but he knows um, she's not inviting him for real. He yeah. recognizes she's a child that is playing with her femininity, but she's not inviting him to to into a sexual relationship. No, he is a surrogate father, definitely, but I'm not sure if he is mature and wise enough to just be the do the right thing and not uh, act on those those quote unquote provocative advances, like. Or if he just wouldn't know what to do with that alluring, inviting behavior that shouldn't be seen that way, which 
like in a in a world where men still are inclined to see the waitress being nice to them as flirtatious that we we definitely shouldn't teach anyone to to view it that way when 11 year old girls do it but it's it's a thing yeah and well as i pointed out um i think um and i said it before and in some other in relation to another movie i'm not probably oh, uh i know um no it doesn't matter <laughs> um this leon is from 1994 and i think times have been changing for uh, not for the best um in a lot of uh different uh, <laughs> uh ways yeah ways. Sure, but, but what i mean in 1994 um i think there was much more prudity now as was then and um I told you we maybe we should see it's a beautiful film from 1981 also more than 10 years before that in the 80s Beaupère um which has the same theme Beaupère which is it's a stepfather and um it's about a stepfather who who um stays behind with with his stepdaughter and um it's a beautiful, beautiful movie, which I think is, although it's 10 years before that, it's the same theme. And it's also, um, it had a lot of impact on me. I thought it a very good movie that time. Maybe if I see it now, it's different, but yeah, cause in I my think memory, there is... it's a really, really beautiful movie with, um, Patrick Devar, which was a, magnificent actor who sadly died at the age of 35 by his own hand whereas he could have made so many more beautiful movies yeah but i i think there is probably some merit to be prudish about relationships between adults and children to some extent maybe but there is this this if there is a way to make it beautiful this this is the way and not consuming that love is a big part of it but as you said before like it's it's very obvious we had to pause the recording or we wouldn't have known the year that movie came out or the name of the actor let's be fair we do our research in between recordings <laughs> so no i knew it by heart i know i know you did but you you told me that the the, the love is is consummated in in that film and i'm i haven't seen it so i don't know but I am curious how you balance that with not going into abuse or or a power gap or some sort of straight up pedophilia. Because um, he's reluctant. He's not the initiator. He is. Um, he stays reluctant, um, and the two of them really love each other. And um, it's throughout the movie. It's not perverted or I mean I've seen I've seen other movies where I think it's well maybe we should see it I don't know if yeah if but it's, is it... if it's still out there to to see but oh probably, probably. I, can, I can find anything trust yeah me. but maybe uh, by this time it's uh, it's uh, rated as pornography God knows no probably not but um, Patrick I can Duarte. find old pornography I want to find as well, so that's that's not the issue. But uh, unless it's, it's even if it's outlawed, I could find it. But I, let's hope it's not. Um, 
but no, there's, there's, I, I'd have to see it to know if it's like not just portrayed very positively, but actually very problematic, which is kind of, uh, the a same thing. theme. It's the, it's the movie from 1978, Pretty Baby. With a really young Brooke Shields in a Louis Malle film, also a French guy. <laughs> um, it's a, it's a common theme in those years. And, and I think Leon is doing it really good, better yeah. than the others. No, that's what I'm arguing too. And she did not have her phone open for that at all. Like, no, 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 no. But. Of course not. Why, why would we? We know this by heart. Like, IMDb is our brain. Google. Google. <laughs> um, and there's nobody... also another French movie with... Um... Oh, shit. Uh, I knew the name. <laughs> <laughs> um, 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 um. Okay. Um, where, because um, in our first version, we talked about this scene where she... Um, Leon and Matilda um, have to leave the apartment and they uh, have to move into a hotel where they check in as father and daughter. And then um, all of a sudden she goes down to the desk and she tells the guy there that... Yeah, the guy at the reception. At the front desk, I'm not sure what that's called. The housekeeper. No, not the housekeeper. The the innkeeper. Um, What's it called? The concierge. He's not the janitor, though. Oh, yeah. Nah, anyway, she goes down and she says, well, he's not my father, he's my lover. And the the guy at the desk uh, is totally in shock. And this is what I mean about girls in that age playing with their femininity. It's, it's, and, and Leon is embarrassed because after that, of course, um, he's looked at in, in a strange way. But they're kicked out, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think that's, so. That's that's when they walk with the plant with across the, plant, the street. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what we have to tell. Also, that New York plays a big part in the film too, and and it's beautifully filmed. Really impressive. Oh God, mm. today my new word is impressive. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, but that's that, that's why you get a French guy. You're like someone who isn't from from New York knows how to appreciate it. I I think that that might help. Maybe. Or you just got a good cinematographer, who knows? But, but, no, that's, that's wonderful indeed, but it's, it's a wise choice to have the film sort of react to that in a way that like, ooh, that, that's, it's not a normal thing. It's not like, oh, they're lovers. Oh, that's, that's cool. No, of course not. <laughs> I of mean, of course not. In no, Bear, but... it's also, it's also not out in the open. Of course they know it's not as it should be. Yeah, of course, but, but saying that, oh, he, he, he is reluctant and portraying it as, as, oh, he, he didn't initiate it is putting dangerous amounts of, of initiative on the, the part of the girl. Like, oh, if an 11 year old does initiate it, it's fine. Like, no, then, no, no, no. then That's you're, not what I'm saying. No, exactly. No, 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 no. no, but, but that, if, if a, if a movie does that, you're, you're getting quite dangerous because then you're getting into what, what, uh, Humbert Humbert is arguing for in Lolita and like, I, 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 I didn't do this. I, it wasn't me and I was reluctant and, you know, uh, it's, it's that, that sort of innocence on, on the adult's part that is, is seeing it as more than it is as not taking that, not being the, the adult and seeing it for what it is as, as exploration and, and 
provoking, but nothing that should ever be taken seriously. And I know you said that. I'm not sure in which recording, but yeah, you said it's it. probably not recording, but that that's what I said. Well, let's make it our goal to see this movie. Maybe when I see it again, I'll be totally shocked. Who knows? I never know, because um, what what film was it uh, where we went to? Uh, we talked Rosemary's about Baby? No, no, no. Not Rosemary's Baby, not Robocop. You you meant to say... Blade Runner. Blade Runner. We, we figured it Oscar out. With Oscar as the robot. That's why I said Robo- Robocop. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's technically a Robocop. It's just a very different movie. Yes. Blade Runner. <laughs> but as I mentioned before, like in the 80s and the 90s, maybe um, people were looking differently, at least in French movies, because <laughs> apart from Beaupère, which was a uh, Patrick Devar was a Flemish actor, but maybe a French movie, I'm not sure. Um, it, it sounds like it was at least in, in the French part of Belgium. Okay. But who yes, knows? yes, yes, who knows? he's talking uh, French. And um, Louis Mal with a pretty baby and Leon 1994. And I see that there's a Really funny picture. Um, who is exploring throughout the whole film what uh, Matilda is doing in Leon in this one scene, namely a father who goes on holiday with his daughter and her, and then finds out his daughter is telling everybody he's her lover and not her father, <laughs> and that's because he doesn't understand why everybody is so. Um, it's acting so strange so around strange him. Strange yeah. around him, or uh, there's animosity, and he doesn't understand why. And then he finds out his girl is telling this story. It's my father, the hero. Really funny movie. But well, maybe in the eyes of 2017, we should all say it's not good. Yeah, let's know. let's in general not support child abuse. That sounds that sounds like a positive thing to do. This podcast officially does not endorse pedophilia. We're 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 very, very sure about that, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah, but this <laughs> this conversation is going Yeah, no, uh, but in there's... the wrong direction because Leon is not about that. Oh no, definitely not. Let's but talk we... about the violence. It's quite a violent movie. Yeah, yeah. You haven't said anything about violence yet today. Yeah, I'm so used to the violence that we don't even talk about it anymore. But it's no. quite a violent movie. It starts with a, a mutual not mutual multiple no. multiple killings. Yeah. Um, Triple Quadruple homicide? And uh, Leon is not a really nice guy if it comes to killing people. He does that in a really um, a magnificent um, ways. Yeah, he's good at it. He's, he's good at really it. He's good at it. Um, what, what I find... If, if I... Um, because in the, I, I don't know the opening, but um, it starts with the killing. Um, and I'm, then you see him, and he has this quite ridiculous boots and a and a very big old fashioned coat, a long yeah. coat, so a winter coat, and it's quite sunny and warm. So you think, what an idiot! Why <laughs> is he walking around like that? And he's always in that. And his little cap too. And then um, in a few scenes later, you see him um, taking off this coat. And then you understand because all his weapons, and he has a lot of weapons. Oh, and, yes. And grenades and whatever under his coat. Um, then you understand why he's dressed like that because his whole suitcase full of we- weapons is he's wearing on his body, which remarkably is really funny. 
Yeah, and it's it's. And like, I don't like uh, violence being funny, but well, okay, he's a, he's a hitman. <laughs> you, you don't like it, but you do. You, yeah. I'm starting to change your heart. As I said, uh, he's, he's a lovable guy. I don't know if it's recorded, but that's why I'm telling it again. Yeah, let's let's just better to say everything. Twice, twice than, than <laughs> to miss anything. So this might be a long one, just of sheer sheer repetition. But uh, uh, Leon is is an adorable guy, although mm-hmm. he's a hitman. And as yeah. I said, your motherly, my, my feelings. motherly feelings came to me uh, seeing him and thinking, "Oh boy, come come to mama." <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, really. And and in in maybe in many ways the eleven year old is 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 less in need of this mother than he is. In a way, she's taking care of him as well. Yeah, yeah. she is. I mean, he he lives off of milk. She she brings life into his life. It's, yes. it's wonderful, wonderful dynamic. And I, I we've we've we saw the theatrical cut and not the extended cut at the theater. Because the theater opted to go with that. I mean, I didn't have a say in it. And so I was, that was the first time for me seeing this version. And we didn't even get that much of her being an assassin with him. Like, we didn't get the scenes of, of them no, together. No, there's only one scene on the roof where she's practicing. Yeah, the paintball thing. Yeah, that's, and, that's and there's fun, some but... kind of, uh, I, you think, a candidate or a president or whatever. Yeah, going some sort into of Central politician. Park and you think, yeah, she's going to shoot him. Yeah, that's what I uh, thought. And she I'm doesn't. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I would have loved she it too. She doesn't. <laughs> she has a, also only lose. Yeah, only, um, only the, the little paintball thing, right? Yeah, and a, a capsule of paint, and it's 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 a great scene, and I'd forgotten that part. So I was I was as surprised as you were when I saw that. Like, oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And maybe but, we should tell the audience that this is the the the, the main uh, theme. Well, one of the what the film is about. She she is. Um, she asks him to train her as a hitman too. She says, I want to be like you. I don't want to go to school anymore. I don't want to learn anything. I want to be a hitman and make a lot of money and we can stay together forever. Mm-hmm. And uh, at first he says, no, this can't be. It's not good. But then he trains her. Yeah. And there's only one or two scenes and maybe in the extended cut. There yeah, there's, there's, there's a whole sequence of them just, just figuring out a way for her to be the one ring the doorbell and people looking through the people and seeing her and opening the door like just a little with the the chain still there and him cutting the chain and barging in so it's it's that's that's a sequence i was looking forward to that surprisingly wasn't in that cut of the film so um and i'll show you some some deleted scenes later on but that's not in there either so it's it's a different different thing so we've seen some a little deleted scene in the meantime. Uh, it's basically the one that you find when you type in Leon deleted scenes in YouTube, and then it's the first one that you find that one. So what did you think? Well, it was a beautiful scene. I don't get why they cut it out because nothing 
And it's an important theme because yeah. Leon explains, um, because we talked before, did he or did he not have a wife or a kid? Or maybe I imagined the wife and the kid. But he had a girl he loved. And this in this scene he tells uh, about it. So yeah. I think it's an important scene. And it's, a good one. Yeah, it's a lot of... It's it's kind of exposition uh, exposition heavy, but it's it's a it is a good backstory. Like it is, and it doesn't really matter for the film to cut it out. Like it, you don't notice the lack of that backstory necessarily. You don't need it, but it was probably cut out because of her talking about sex. Yeah, that's 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 probably just like ooh, this is slightly too too. Whatever for for mainstream audience or, but it's but it's lovely. Maybe it's a crucial scene because you can inter, interpret in, interpret inter, yeah. interpret it as why he became a hitman. Maybe he is telling about his first murder. Yeah, he is. Well, let me explain. She wants he he tells her he once loved a girl. Her father didn't uh, want her to be with him because he was not good enough. And the father kills the daughter, and he kills the father. So I could imagine this is how... Maybe this was his first killing. I I assume it was, but really does that matter? I mean, it's not the story of him being a hitman. It's about the two of them. Yeah, but you could be curious why someone gets to be like Leon. Oh, yeah, sure. No, it's 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 it so provides it's, it's, a lot of insight... That yeah, otherwise is just unanswered questions, but they're not the type of unanswered questions that bother me in a film. It's not like, oh, you should have shown this. It's just like, yeah, I get why it still works without it. Yeah, but, but, but hey, I like the extended version better. Like, there's more in it. I I want it. Like, if, if it had been up to me, you would have seen that version, but oh well, local cinemas. So I... I promised I'd ask you about the villain. What do you think of Gary Oldman? He's crazy. He's totally crazy. And uh, what's a good thing about the um, film, I think, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, um, it took me till about the end of the film until I got that he was not a villain but a policeman. Yeah, you should have really gotten that about halfway through. Yeah, maybe I'm not that clever, but they, I... They showed him walking into the police station, essentially. Not not quite the police police yeah, station. But, but in my like mind, the, that the, was at the, the end of The Department of Justice. Whatever. Yeah, but, okay, it was quite late in the film that I realized that. Mm. And I think that's a good thing, because it's not... Apparently, it's not that obvious. So, it's a good script. It, it, it is, takes but I'm, time to realize that he's not a drugs dealer. Or well, he is, but yeah, but also a policeman. Yeah, he's just corrupt. But I, I'd argue it's it's not supposed to be a twist at the end. It's it's communicated to the audience a little earlier, but you just yeah, but not at the beginning. No, okay. not not at the not in the first scene. No, then then okay. when you ah, see him it again. was a surprise. It was a surprise, and it was a good surprise. Mm-hmm. And now, come to think of it, the end is magnificent. Oh yes, oh yes. Yeah, 
Except that Leon sacrifices himself. That's not... I mean... Yeah, but he was already basically bleeding out. Like, he would have died anyway. He just took him with him. And the whole building. Yeah, but that's that's just icing on the cake. That's just for effect. Like a superhero. Showmanship. Hey, oh, like Batman Lord. himself. Batman he doesn't... took the whole building. Okay. Superman, uh, some other guy... Everyone blows up a building. (laughs) There's only one building in this film, by the way. It's not uh, all the buildings. It's not half of the city. No, it's Probably that's why I like that film a lot. (laughs) But it was much more violent. Um, Much more realistic also. Except for the milk. How is that not realistic? I don't think a hitman drinks milk all the time. Well, he would. That's that's part of his character. It's it's crucial. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's a good gimmick. Yeah, definitely. And and by the way, I do take my pills exactly the way that the villain does. Like Gary Oldman's way of looking up. Okay, we probably lost some of our conversation again. I'm not sure what the issues are with the recording today, but somehow the computer just likes to cut out and just the program crashes. I don't know. I don't know. It just stops recording and we're not that alert. So, yeah. Any last thoughts about Leon or any movie you saw in the past month while we were moving? I'm not sure either of us went to the cinema. I didn't see much, not even on television. You did. You did watch uh, To Kill a Mockingbird with my brother. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's that's uh, an interesting story because my the other one, the younger one, has to read for English literature To Kill a Mockingbird, and he tried to read it, and after three pages, he said, "I don't get it. Sh- I I I just don't get it. It's way too difficult." And then we were having dinner, and he said, what do you want to watch? Because, no, normally we watch Netflix while having dinner, when we're just the two of us. And um, he said, do you want to see To Kill a Mockingbird? I said, well, great. So it turned out to be a black and white <laughs> film, 1964, I guess, with, um, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. You're really going to try to remember actors from the 60s now he is very very famous i knew him i said oh hey. gregory peck gregory peck as the leading role and i must say i never read to kill a mockingbird i just know everybody in america reads it and has loves it and Pr- pretty it's, sure it's, it's not just america but sure okay well i i didn't read it at school i didn't either i yeah. read shakespeare <laughs> <laughs> sure you did okay wonderful also so I didn't have a clue, but it's really good, a really good film. I was um, fascinated from from the first minute on, and of course it's a bit slow. But Probably. I mean, I've seen. Meanwhile, I've seen films from the seventies and the eighties where I think, oh God, this is not watchable anymore. Mm. And To Kill a Mockingbird is still very much watchable and i really enjoyed it i love the story i don't know if the film is uh, following uh, the book but if you haven't seen it 
watch To Kill a Mockingbird with Gregory Peck and two, three little children who didn't become famous, I guess, because I didn't know the names anymore. <laughs> um, Natalie Portman did get famous also as an adult. These three didn't, but um, it was really a, a very good film, and I can understand why especially in America, this book marked uh, uh, a turnaround in the way people were looking at um, the African-American people in their country. I'm, I'm pretty sure black people is fine, but sure, okay. it's it's whatever, I, I get it. I, I didn't watch along with you two, so did did my little brother agree with you that it was a good film? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. I know I know, he was happy to have seen it and I just warned him he should check if there check are differences. Is there yeah. a differences between the book and the film because if he has to write his paper that he doesn't describe the film and the teacher will see immediately that he didn't read the book. Yeah. And I had to buy the book for him. Yeah. So he should try to read it anyway. At but some it's point. easier if you know English? What the story is oh, about. That too. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Shouldn't I have insulted this English? I'm sorry. So, I hope uh, in the coming weeks I will have more time to go to the cinema again. Yeah. And see some more stuff. Me too. But Leon was a good decision to go to. Yeah. And in the meanwhile, I'll probably force you to watch something else first at home. Did we talk about Goodfellas? No, we didn't. Pretty we sure we didn't. We saw that. We did see it, yeah. I thought that one was not very good. It and hasn't aged well. I can no. see why it's why it, it's it's probably is one of the best gangster films, but that's just it's it it's since then, I didn't see it and think that one is still as brilliant as the day it came out. I no. can see why it probably was revolutionary or something but it's been done to death now and it's probably been done better at some point it's just kind of slow it's it's not there there isn't enough plot to kind of push it forward it's it just keeps it's going just it just yeah outdated. it just keeps flowing it's it's fine it's not a bad flick it's just not a masterpiece as you're expecting when everyone in the world describes it as such so in that sense, it's one of those masterpieces that that when you finally see it, you go, yeah, okay, sure, that's a good film. But for for film history, it's important. But yeah, it's exactly. Not... I'll probably I probably won't love Citizen Kane whenever I get around to oh, seeing yes, that. Oh yes, you will. Yeah? Citizen Kane is brilliant. Have you seen that in the past two decades? Uh, no. <laughs> Exactly. It, it, it might uh, not have aged 80s. well. It might not have. Probably. But yeah, but probably it will because. Yeah, no, I mean, it is undoubtedly. Well, hey, we saw Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby was not outdated. Yeah, exactly. There are. That, plenty I mean, of... Polanski is really. Yeah, it's. it's you, you were fascinated. Yeah, and I hope to see more of him because I'm pretty sure I haven't seen most of what he's uh, done. Bitter Moon is really nice. So much, so much stuff And left a to Repulsion do. is one of the best. I was thinking about another movie. Um, when you were talking about Citizen Kane, mm -hmm. um, I think you still haven't seen and you should see uh, Der Dritte Mann. 
Or the third man. I haven't. As no. it's called. It's brilliant. And you should see it because it plays in the city of your grandmother. And um, yes, we should see that also. Okay. The third man will that can go on the list soon. And um, eventually, not soon. Eventually, Beaupère, pretty, pretty baby, pretty pretty woman. Sure, that's that's (laughs) probably the exact same film. (laughs) No, Uh, no, it's not. Uh, well, closing thoughts. Um, if you haven't seen it, go and see Leon because it's a fine film. Now it sounds underwhelming. <laughs> ah, fine. No, not ah. fine. It's it's fine. No, 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 babe. <laughs> it's a really good movie. <laughs> now that's the highest recommendation you can get on this show. Uh, <laughs> If we do a stupid accent for you, your movie must have done something right. Um, uh, we uh, can be reached via old-fashioned email at um, stealingtheremote at gmail.com. You can tweet us at remote stealing if you're inclined to do so. And uh, you can probably find us anywhere. There are links. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a hard person to find. I learned recently I was in a performance where they Googled me and went through my social media and they were like we've never had anyone participate in our performance who we could find so much about so yeah if you if you come across my name you can probably find me yeah i hope um someone is listening because we were away for that long maybe we are totally forgotten meanwhile maybe if if you're still if there's some some of you left share us around give us it's just like Send us along to your friends who might enjoy it. Also, yeah, to I listen guess. to these duchies. Yeah, who knows? Some some people apparently enjoy this. Hope so. I don't get it either. You. <laughs> oh, you also. I'm pretty sure I still have to send the regards of of David C. Robertson out to like the ether because he 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 texted me during the previous recording like. Hey, say hi from me. And I didn't because I didn't see it until afterwards. But let's be fair. I can give a shout out to DC on screen, but it's probably more likely that you came over from them to us than the other way around. In case you're one of the few weird people who didn't, go check out their show. It's a really good show. So, um, go check them out until next time when we might have our first double feature. Because mom slept through half of the first film, so see you then.